Hi everyone, welcome back to the Mentors Connect podcast. I'm your host Chloe and today on the podcast I am very privileged to have on Peter DeCure who is the chairman of the South Australian Northern Territory divisions for the Royal Flying Doctor Service of Australia and I'm really excited today to be able to talk to Peter not only a bit about how he's come to these amazing role but also what is the future of aeromedical services looking like so thank you Peter so much again for coming onto the podcast. Hi Chloe it's great to be here. So I was hoping if you could tell myself and the listeners a bit about yourself so how have you found your way now to this amazing position? Well Chloe by profession I'm a chartered accountant so um, I spent um, nearly 30 years in the accounting profession uh, 25 of those was one of the big international firms, KPMG, uh, where I was a, a partner and I focused on uh, mainly tax uh, and M&A type work. Uh, and that, that led me into a lot of relationships with some pretty good clients. Um, and later in my time at KPMG, I got tapped on the shoulder by one of my clients to, uh, to become the chairman of their board. Awesome. So, and that, and, and that's so I left I left KPMG and, and started to pursue a, a career as a, a non-executive director. No, and you've done a lot of good jobs in that. If you guys, you know, do a bit of internet stalking, you're really doing a lot in your communities, being a part of lots of boards yes. and really doing a lot of that. So now I wanted to get into, I formulated a few questions for you, Peter. So sure. firstly, I wanted to ask, how has technology impacted the way the Royal Flying Doctor Service operates? I think it's really important to understand from the outset that the Royal Flying Doctor Service was inspired by technology. One of the, one of the patients was a, a stockman um, chap called Jimmy Darcy, who was injured in a station accident way, way, way out in far northwestern Western Australia um, at Halls Gap. And his original surgery was conducted via Morse code on the, um, uh, a doctor telling somebody how to do it via the telegraph system. Oh. And um, a World War I serviceman, Clifford Peel, had spoken or corresponded with John Flynn, who was the founder of the RFDS, about the power of aeroplanes. Um, so we, we were born of what really is market failure in an economic sense, um, to bring services in the best possible way to the, to the outback um, using aeromedical and aeroplanes. In today's world, we still use a lot of aeroplanes because they're still pretty flash technology. Yeah. But we're working enormously with telehealth for remote and regional communities today. And that's, a, that's an evolution of old-fashioned radio technology. And we started out with pedal radios on the ultra-high frequency. Now we've got, we've got a, a lot of telehealth. Uh, one of our big challenges at the moment is um, uh, bandwidth, uh, mm. you know, internet, digital connectivity for the for the equipment that we can use. So we need, we need to develop more and more bandwidth in the outback. Um, but technology is rapidly increasing the accessibility of primary health and emergency healthcare services in the outback. But isn't that great, you know, like as you said before, they were sending Morse code to doctor and now, you know, they're able to go to them directly and hopefully soon we can see technology doing even greater things through. Yes, and, and you can you can show the doctor the bones sticking out through your broken oh, arm. Yeah, that's it too. Good point. So, yeah. so I wanted to continue on. So what is the Royal Flying Doctor Service prioritising moving forward? Are they prioritising things like 
rolling out the telehealth service or a communication improving planes? Yeah, we're quite, we're we're famous for aeromedical, um, and that that's to to cover the tyranny of distance. But our real core focus is on improved primary health care in the regions. So we're using technology to make sure we can bring primary health care to outback and regional Australia. We're using uh, mobile dental clinics. We're using um, mental health clinics that that we bring via. Um, via aeromedical services and we build relationships and then once you've built face-to-face relationships you can better use um, digital technology to provide services but our key focus is primary health care and preventative health care so that the and and to give equitable access to those things to the people of remote and regional Australia. Well that's amazing and you know obviously the Royal Fine Doctor Services plays such an important role especially in those regional communities so now, continuing on yet again, what support does the Royal Fine Doctor Service need to continue being able to really help and serve these communities and do the great things they are doing? Genuinely, we, we need the goodwill of the communities that we serve. So an enormous amount of effort goes into working those community relationships. We have uh, incredibly generous donors and fundraisers that help us to fund our work, but we also have great partnerships with federal and state governments. And you you may have recently seen the federal government is committed to a 10-year billion dollar partnership with the RFDS. What that does is give us the the foundations of stability to know that our services can be provided into those regions in the long term. And then that allows the the boards of the various sections to make long-term investments and to work with our sponsors, our fundraisers, to provide the capital we need to do that in the knowledge that government is making that contribution to the day-to-day cost of those services. So what we really need is ongoing goodwill. Um, You've probably done your homework, I'm sure, but you would have seen that the RFDS is Australia's most trusted charity in nine out of the last 10 years. No, you know, it's really good that obviously everyone, you know, it's just such an iconic organisation here in yeah. Australia, serving so many great people and, you know, everyone like just support, which is and great. I, and I think we think the, um, uh, for over 90 years, the RFDS around Australia has, has earned that reputation with, with the public through consistent and, and dedicated service delivery. And, and that's what we focus on. We are, you know, we're really patient and uh, patient centric you know, um, service. And it, it's it's not about how flash our planes are or, or, or anything. It's about providing services to patients. And that's great to hear. And now I want to link to that. And what role will young people play in, you know, Royal Flying Doctor Service ability to continue to provide such essential aeromedical care and just medical care in general? Yeah, I, look, I, I think... Young people are a number of things, but one, they're at the forefront of the development of the technology that unpins our ability to continue to do more with less into the future. Um, the young people coming into the medical and caring professions, um, we need to get them out into the regions and, and out to deliver services. So there's really exciting career opportunities for youngsters. And there's really um, the... the um, the you know throw them in and watch them swim you either swim or you drown (laughs) Um, for young health professionals you get an enormous 
breadth of experience. And we have a, a training accreditation for doctors called the Rural Generalist. And that, that is a, you know, it's a, it's a, a medical college like the College of Surgeons or the, you know, so it's a very highly specialised skill set, the Rural Generalist. And they have to cover so much more ground than a city-based doctor just mm -hmm. focusing on one thing. So I think that there's enormous opportunity for young people, both as practitioners, as technology developers, as pilots, and you know, even, even as support to, to the RFDS, you know, the, the accounting team or the, the, you know, the marketing team, there's an enormous number of possibilities. And not to mention also the fulfillment. I, I, I had COVID the last a week ago, oh. so I've still got a bit of a cough. Oh no! <laughs> but I was going to say that's good. That's good. But I was going to yeah. say, you know, the fulfillment as well that comes of it. I can't imagine, you know, have you know, being able to be a part of such an amazing community. It it is it it's genuinely uplifting, and you know, one of the things through the whole of the the two year pandemic. Uh, even I, in, in the position that I sit in, I've been absolutely amazed about our team's ability to, to rise to the occasion and, and to continue to deliver services. When we transported the first COVID patient in early 2019, February 2019, from Darwin to Adelaide, uh, nobody knew what it meant. So there was, you know, there was hazmat suits and all of these sort of things. Mm. Our teams are working in extreme heat and then in all of the suits and the PPE oh. that they have to wear. Uh, we went from a set of circumstances where, you know, a plane could land, the patient could be taken off and a quick clean could be done to a point where it was a six-hour job to clean the plane. Yeah. Um, we, we've had to bring in specialist cleaning teams to make sure that every plane is fully COVID cleaned before it takes off for its next job. So there's an enormous amount of extra time and extra cost gone into it. No, gosh. But thank you so much for that. And now... Before we finish up this podcast episode, I was hoping, Peter, if you could share a piece of advice, you know, for a listener who is perhaps, you know, wanting to join the Royal Flying Doctor Service <laughs> and make a difference or just do something in their career that they can really gain fulfillment and also help a lot of other people. Yeah, I, I think I'd like to stick to something pretty general, Chloe, and, and, and more about young people developing their career. You know, you, you've got lots of opportunity and lots of time. So, People should pursue the things that they want to pursue genuinely and enthusiastically. Uh, re remember what you do today, you know, it's going to be remembered forever. So, you know, be careful with your personal brand. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff on social media today. I'm glad it wasn't there when I was young um, because I might have been able to leave a few things behind. But look after your personal brand uh, and, and take the opportunities that are there for you. Definitely good advice, I reckon, especially, you know, when you're talking about personal brand and social media, definitely relevant in this yeah. day and age. But thank you so much, Peter, yet again, for coming to the podcast. It's been really great to talk to you about your career, hear your advice, and also the amazing things the Royal Flying Doctor Service is doing. Thanks, Chloe, and, and lovely to meet you, and I wish you every success. Thank you.